0: At long last, I am able to say a few words of my own. Read my lips. Government no, is not the
1: solution to our problem America. at wow. all. pretty good morning, America. in America. Don't Yes, tomorrow. we can. Yeah. Uh, government is, is the, problem. the problem. I am going in three, two, one. Welcome, everybody, to a liberal and a conservative walk into a bar. My name is Matt, and I'm a liberal.
0: My name's Tim. I'm a
1: conservative. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find us on. Well, you can find us in places again. I I don't know why I keep. I keep keep getting tempted to do that. I don't actually want to do that. What I actually want to say is that if you're listening to us, then that means you already like us because even if you've never heard us before, you've heard my voice for a good, I don't know, thirty seconds at this point. And and I'm fantastic, and Tim's fantastic, and you should go on the iTunes Store and you should give us a really good rating. I don't know why I haven't been saying that a lot up to now. I've been doing that whole. You can find us here routine for like three years, at the, which is stupid. Go rate us on the iTunes store. Go rate us on the Stitcher. Uh, go rate us on the Google Play Store because we rule. Uh, and follow us on LibCon LibCon.podbean.com uh,
0: and find us on Twitter. I'm at LibCon. Matt, Tim's at LibCon. Tim, how are you, sir? I'm great. I'm a little cold, just like everyone else in the united states but uh yeah, how,
1: is it? How, how is it how is it how is it how is it out there uh it, it was it, it was
0: bad overnight here in north carolina but not 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 horrible during the day um i mean it's just really cool i mean it's like being back in minnesota only not since apparently minnesota is is it like, like negative heat in like... antarctica so this and yet, the is... funny
1: thing is you're not exaggerating by saying that from what I yeah understand.
0: i know right um so no this this is this feels like minnesota always did you know like you never went out of the house without gloves on without a hat on because it would just be painful and and this is the same way i had to meet with a guy about a sign for our youth center and we were standing on the porch talking and finally it was just like all right we we gotta go inside like this this hurts um yeah so pretty pretty cold but other than that great Always excited for the chance to do a show. Um, there we go. Let's do this. Let's talk yeah, some politics.
1: Let's do this. Okay. So, uh, well, we, so we, we've, we've been going, like I, like I said, we're, we're easing back into this. So, you know, we, we did the one, we're doing this one. We'll try to be back in a couple of weeks. Um, obviously, a lot's happened because we missed most of the shutdown, but – uh, I'm not going to start there. We're going to actually start with the the, the the Catholic school kid thing around the March for Life and the uh, Native American gentleman who sort of got into a, a misunderstanding, we'll say, uh, back in D.C. a couple weeks ago because we, we missed that entire thing. And that the connection that I, I do want to point out before we go is that we both know Covington Catholic. We're, we're, we we're were raised Catholic. Tim is still very active in the Catholic Church in Kentucky, Covington Catholic. The school is not unfamiliar to either one of us, um, and certainly not at all to you. Uh, everybody knows what happened. I'm not going to rehash the entire thing. I will point out that I'm actually I'm not even going to point this out. I'm just going to state that you are in fact a youth minister, a Catholic youth youth minister. That you were at the March for Life this year, were you not? I was. Yes, you were. So you were there. Uh, you have it, and you've, this was not the first time that you've been to this event. You take kids there. You do exactly what you've been on exactly the type of trip that these kids from coming to Catholic were on many times. So you, uh, uh, you go, what, what you, you what do you, what do you think? You, obviously you're so point being, you're familiar with this sort of situation.
0: What went wrong here? Uh, the the number one thing that went wrong here was the chaperones. Uh, the the chaperones were the ones who are responsible for the the safety of the teens. And the moment that the teens started getting verbally abused by this group of uh, Hebrew Israelites, the chaperone should have sent all of the children away, along with uh, the majority of the chaperones, and then one chaperone should have stayed behind at the Lincoln Memorial to point any stragglers to the new location that the group was in. Uh, Instead, for some reason, um, they decided to let their children sit there and be abused and then give them permission to start to engage and start shouting their school chants, um, which just escalated the situation. And then this Native American gentleman with... I don't know, it's... uh, I'm not going to pretend to know what was in his heart or pretend to be able to discern his motives. Um, his story has changed a couple of different times. So then he throws himself into the mix. And again, where is the where is the chaperone? Like, you've got a 60-year-old man who has decided to now go toe-to-toe with this, one of your 15, 16-year-old students. And you're just letting this happen? Like I can't. I, I just can't even begin. So the the number one lesson for me from all of this, because I wasn't there, right? And I'm not going to play the game that so many people have on both sides, right? On both sides, you've got people who magically, amazingly are able to know exactly what is going on in those teens' heads. It's really impressive. And people are able to know exactly what that Native American gentleman is thinking. It's really impressive the way people are able to read minds like that. So I'm I'm not going to pretend to do that. All I'm going to do is is just say the number one lesson that we can take from all of this is that we have an obligation to be good consumers of the media and not to forward on every ridiculous thing that we see without investigating it clearly and thoroughly. We have an obligation to recognize that photographs and videos can be taken out of context and trick us into believing things that aren't true. And the media, which is one of the most important fundamental aspects of our government, our some of our founding fathers would refer to the media as the, the fourth check, right? The fourth institution. Um, it holds an enormous responsibility. And in this age of, of media blogs and hot takes and trying to get the story out as fast as possible, they are the solid The solid giants of media cannot let themselves get swept up in that. They have to continue to stand up for themselves as they have and fight against becoming part of the the mob blah. I hate ending on blah, but that's really all I have to say. So I'm I'm just going to stop there. (laughs) What do you think? Well, I, I,
1: I think, I, I think, I think I heard some sarcasm in there. I'm not positive. A
0: little bit. Oh, about not the discerning a of little the, bit the, about a
1: little bit about the mind reading. That's nice. Yeah, are, the are, mind reading. Yeah, you, are you being a sarcastic ass? That's that's I,
0: awesome. I am. I'm stealing blatantly from the New Yorker. Actually, Uh um, really? Are like, you yeah. really? <laughs> <laughs> the New Yorker. Wow. All right. Good for them. Many of them. Nice. The New Yorker. The I, I, I think a gentleman that I read in the Atlantic. Both of them had this. Were being very sassy and sarcastic about uh everyone's ability to magically read minds
1: yeah i i you know i mean there's 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 that i think you make a a fantastic point about the major news outlets not getting caught up in the twitter outrage you know which is Mm -hmm. where a lot of this started the bbc
0: the bbc got caught up in this did they really oh my gosh and that's like that's more not, like goats right?
1: that's not that's not a good look for them no no not a bit i mean I, I look i i was i think that on all sides this begins and ends with and and that's that's the, the the it begins and ends with the school the school let the kids down in every respect because the the chaperones are the school In that equation, right there, the chaperones are the ones who are representing the people who run the school. The school chose the chaperones, and thusly, to me, the school is responsible. The school was responsible for the fact that those kids had those damn hats on that they had no business wearing, and they should have gotten them off before they even got on a damn bus to leave Covington. Uh, They should have gotten them out of there. The hats in and of themselves were incendiary. If those kids aren't wearing those hats, then those then those uh, the black Israelites group probably leaves them alone. But they're not. They're wearing a symbol that is designed to be incendiary in that context. It is practically wearing a sign that says pick a fight with me because I'm ready to fight with you. And because that's what that those hats represent Trump and that is Trump's attitude and those kids, they're teenage boys and teenage boys are, are, are ready to be contradictory and irritating again, having been one, this is what they do. So in every sense, the school should have put their foot down. They should have gotten the hats off before they got out, got off the bus, got on the bus. They should have gotten them out of there when they had the opportunity and they didn't do it. Period. And the media got caught up in the Twitter rage because of that one image that you have to admit was very powerful. Now, it didn't mean what everybody thought it meant, but it's a very powerful image on its own. And and a lot of people got caught up in it. But you know what? Images are tricky. And they don't always mean what you think they mean. And... As far as Mr. Phillips is concerned, I,
0: look, I genuinely believe that he was trying to help. Did he well, go about the lie? right way? Huh? Why did he lie then? What do you mean? Why did he lie? He, he kept changing his story about why he went in there in the first place. And the first movie, he said that he got surrounded. He blatantly lied and said that these teens came up and surrounded him. He kind well, of looks like he's surrounded at times there, no, pal, no, depending on the 20. Well, yeah, at if you what, walk into but a game, Tim, what of kids. you
1: don't know in the moment anymore, what he perceived as the threat at that
0: moment. But I do know when someone lies, when they admit to He lie, felt like he was surrounded. No, he, li- he admits, like he said, he said, "I." Th- they surrounded me, right? And then later, once it came out on video that he walked into the group, he changed his story to the, oh, I walked into the group because I wanted to try and uh, prevent whatever. I still don't believe that he engaged. And look, what he was
1: engaging in was not shouting at those kids. What he was engaging in was an actual honest to God ceremony, and it was not antagonistic. It was not yelling at them. He was, and that is on the video. I haven't followed every fucking interview he's given, but, uh, they, what he is engaging in is not shouting at anybody. He's not doing the same thing that the black Israelites were doing.
0: He's not. No. And, and the teens weren't doing anything to him. What were those teens doing to him? Th- that kid was that far from his face. He With got that in that kid's face. face. Why does that kid have
1: to move? The kids? Why did the kid stay in stay in that area? Why the does he have to move? the kid? The kid was everywhere. also in his face as well. They were both there. The kid has they both been. bear some. Well, so does he. They both I, have some. They both bear some responsibility.
0: No, I'm sorry. Some, some guy situation. gets oh, walks up to me and just starts drumming in my face. I'm not moving in the
1: middle of a circumstance like that. You have a third party walking in and a guy who is, who is, who is doing something that is a, that is a peaceful thing.
0: How, how do they know that he didn't talk to them? He didn't say, Hey guys, my name's Mr. Phillips and we're doing this indigenous thing. Would you like to hear my drums? Would you like to no? as this group is is shouting. How is what,
1: how is what he is doing?
0: Threatening. Tim, seriously going up
1: and doing some sort of anything that that in that respect how is that threatening
0: he's not shouting he's not throwing anything you walk up he's not jumping up and down and start banging your drum in my face how he's a 60 year old man with a drum dude what's he gonna do right and those kids didn't do anything and at first everyone was going along with it happy and content and then people took pictures of with the me of the video and twisted it and contorted it to make it look like those kids were being as. I still think that kid is old enough to know back off. At Wha- that age. Why does he have to back off? I, at my age, I'm not backing off. Don't get in my face. Don't get in my face. Absolutely not. I'm dealing with this group shouting slurs at me. And then you walk up in my face and start banging your drum? No, your drum's probably getting hit out of your hand. Let's be honest. Wow, wow, rage not, meister. No, yo, you're not allowed to do that to me. Absolutely not. My personal space. I don't know,
1: man. In that circumstance, somebody in that respect. Look, I think that that's what he was trying to do. I don't know any more than you do. He asked me what I think, I think that's what he was trying to do. I have no idea what either of them are hoping to accomplish. Now, did he accomplish it? Obviously not. But yes, I think that that's what he was trying to do. If you really want to know who I fault in this the most, Phillips is honestly at the bottom of the thing. Probably right about there with the kids. I think he and the kids have about the same measure of responsibility in this respect.
0: Obviously, let's be clear on who number one at fault is. It's the racist slur spouting black hebrew israelites they yes. seem to get they seem to get a pass from everyone because we get No, all i don't think they did i just guys. don't think people are talking about them the, right they're not which they're is not, ridiculous actually I mean, tim
1: honestly nobody's really talking about this that much anymore but us so let's i haven't seen a thing about it in the news in at least a week so it seems to have passed now, at the time, fortunately, like it should have, because it really was a big ass nothing burger at the end of the day.
0: Um, well, except for the bomb probably, threats and all that sort of thing against. Covington at the end Catholic. of the day,
1: one of those things. Look, Covington Catholic as an organization doesn't deserve bomb threats or anything like that. But of anybody that I blame the most, it is Covington Catholic.
0: I blame the Black Hebrews, so that's the most. They're my number one that I blame.
1: I don't know, dude. I honestly put the school in, in them right player. there. No. The, because it should never have escalated to that point. At that point, the people who represented the school had the power to end it. They were the ones that had control.
0: I mean, hey, the I got those
1: guys started shouting and don't walk around a fucking mall with that hat on.
0: No, 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 I, I don't. And that see, kind I don't, of thing, trying to, to elicit head. responses. They're not. I don't. I, I oh, don't. Resp-
1: really? I don't, no. You don't. You don't. You honestly don't believe that 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 hat is designed by nature in the hands of a teenage kid is there to pick a fight. That's what he's there for. That's what he's asking for. He's begging for that.
0: Yeah, just like she was for that skirt that she was wearing.
1: Oh, is that it? Really? Is that what it is? Is that where you're going with this? This
0: is what it starts to sound a lot like. That is the most
1: ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It starts to sound
0: a lot like that.
1: No, it doesn't. No, it does not. That is not the case. Not in any way, shape, or form. That's not even close. And I can't believe you would do that. No. Seriously? You're telling me that there is the same thing, that there is an equivocation between saying that walking around with that, with that specific hat on, that that kid has the exact same intentions
0: Oh, I don't As believe As a woman that who wears a second. short skirt. I'm saying Is neither of them have the evil intention that gets ascribed to them. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying neither of them has the evil intention. But people who still want That's not even, that's not even a, an a,
1: equivocation. That's not even something you can equivocate. No. No. I don't no, know,
0: man. I, it's, it's a lot of mind readers going around.
1: I ain't reading no damn minds. No. Come on. Seriously, what else is that? What is that? What the fuck is that hat? Is that is that a is that a fashion is that a fashion statement? Seriously? White well, hats with white lettering or and It's
0: aligning yourself with your president with your party with a with a candidate that you like. Now, I don't like Trump. And I absolutely will agree that there are probably that the, the hat has definitely taken on these additional connotations and all these ser- ser- sorts of things. And no but one, but I no am- one
1: really knows that they're just, they don't, they're, they're all completely innocent and don't, they don't, they didn't. They didn't oh, no, I had no idea that, that, that did Donald Trump say that grab who by the pussy? What?
0: But. Nobody yeah, knows. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like president Trump. I don't agree with, with the, what he says, what he does, what he, anything I don't agree with supporting him. I don't agree with any of this stuff, but I am not going to ascribe to the idea that the moment someone puts on that hat, they're trying to start a fight. I am not, I'm not going to ascribe to that any more than I'm going to ascribe to the idea that if I wore my, yes, we can shirt, To the march for life, that I'm trying to start a fight. Am I maybe trying to make a statement that look this hat, this my shirt, my yes we can shirt should be welcome at this march? Now, are some people going to take that the wrong way? Probably, but that's their fault. And I, I think I would now. Do I think that either of us should be wearing those things at that march? No, that march is about unifying behind one cause. And which is the on point that partisan I'm trying. hats and putting on yes we can shirts is it's it's breaking away from what which should be done and absolutely that school never should have allowed those teens to be wearing those hats at all which gets back to my original point the school is at fault i
1: absolutely ascribe fault to the school i definitely right. do moving on all right You wanted
0: to talk about the new york abortion bill, which i i would i, I read a little bit about Man, this is big. This this is big, huge stuff. Uh, at least in in my world, in my circles, and it seems like to me, for, for a lot of the world, uh, uh, some people celebrating it, some people uh, being very very concerned uh, about it. Um, my, well, my Fox biggest, News is
1: convinced that it is now legal to murder babies
0: so up until I mean, the age
1: of five. Up until the age of five.
0: Um, well, and, Which and means that's,
1: that that our, our niece Hannah is not out of the woods yet. She's
0: not out of the woods yet. In New York. So well, and, and that's the concern, right? And that, and that's that's what I got. You can watch my video about it on that Catechism guy on YouTube. Um, but that's my my concern with the bill, and it plays into everything with Covington Catholic. Is without, I, I think either without reading the bill or with assuming the absolute worst intentions on behalf of the bill writers and doctors and, and women who would pursue, who might pursue an abortion Um, that you get headlines that say strictly that, you know, New York legalizes birth or abortion up until birth with no explanation, no caveat, no nothing or or worse. You know, you get um, uh, you get, I saw a headline saying in New York, it's now legal to have an aborted child up until birth for any reason. None of which is really true. Um, you know, there's lots of there's lots of stipulations in there. You know, as far as when the woman can have an abortion and why it's after this is now allowing it after 24 weeks, which according to the attorney general was really already legal uh, based on the the Roe v. Wade decision. It's just that New York had never updated its laws to reflect it. Um, and you've got. Well, New old- Yorkers
1: do everything faster than the rest of us, including have children. So, right, most of most 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 babies come to term at six months in the state of New York. Most pe- people don't know that.
0: So the 20, now it's after fetal viability. They, after twenty four weeks, you can get an abortion due to fetal inviability, uh, and if the mother's life uh, is, or health is at risk. Now, the concern that comes into play. Is will that idea of the mother's health get abused? Right? Um, will will that be used for things like uh, you know someone's going through depression? Well, okay, then you, we can get an abortion to protect you from this depression. And I, but I don't think that any doctors are going to do that. And I, I think that in general, when people pursue a late term abortion, it's in the most extreme, awful cases. Uh, of someone who wanted a baby, and then something occurs that's going that prevents it from happening. Um, but that also said, nowadays, why would you ever abort a child after 24 weeks? Why wouldn't you just deliver the child if the mother's health is at risk? Why aren't you just doing a C-section? Um, if it's the fetus is in, you know, if there's something wrong with the fetus, why do you have to actively kill it? Can't you just? do a c-section um and i get conflicting views on that right if uh, you can there's lots of videos of ob-gyns stating correct there is no reason to reform of abortion after 24 weeks um so yeah so that's where a lot of the fear but then also a lot of concern about this fact that now so it used to be if someone murdered a pregnant woman right or did something purposely to a a pregnant woman that killed the the baby inside her that they could be convicted either for murder or for double murder. Right. If they killed the mother as well. And New York state has removed that. So now it is not a person until birth. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I follow. So
1: it's almost like, like They're in a liberal state, they're trying to find ways to guarantee access to abortion, which I'll say over and over and over and over and over again is legal in the United States, Uh, whereas in conservative states, they're trying to restrict access to abortions. Seems like this is just New York playing by the same rules that, that just on the opposite side of the coin that conservative states have been trying to get away with for at least 10 years now, certainly for the last five. Um, because conservative states have been pushing it from a standpoint of trying to find ways to manipulate the law to restrict access to abortions. This is a liberal state doing the exact same thing, just on the other side of the argument. I don't actually see the problem.
0: Well, the problem for us as pro-life people is that you know we believe that this is the death of a of a person, right? This is not the death of a clump of cells. This is the death of a person. So, we're we're very much concerned about the idea that now it might be legal for a woman to have an abortion that on on a child that is now completely viable, right? That that could exist outside of the mother's womb.
1: Yes, but the law specifically states. I'm reading it right here. You're afraid that it, you you just use the phrase that is that is that is absence of fetal viability. It's in the law an absence of that thing that you're concerned is there.
0: No 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 no. So what what it says in the law right is if is you can get it because of fetal inviability right. That's a that's a reason that you can get an abortion or if the mother's health is at risk. That's right, which has been been a thing about abortions as long as the argument's been there, and what and and all true, right? But what we're pointing out is that there is no reason after 24 weeks to get an abortion. You can just do a C-section, and then hopefully the child lives. See See what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, I
1: understand the point that you're making, but to me, that's up to the doctors and the patient. It is not up to the government to but
0: dictate. What about the child? If it's if, when it, when is some? I mean, this all goes back to right when when, to it, when, it, when is it a person, right? When does something deserve the rights of a person? If it's not when they could survive outside of the womb on their own, well, when is it? I, you know, I I don't know big government
1: I mean this is this is this is this is a this is the government making a decision about someone else's uh medical care
0: the, the government makes and, decisions like that all the time the government has all sorts of I know rules they laws do and the conservatives go screaming about every single one of them except for this one no we go screaming when it is violating the rights of another person and that's what we see this is doing that you're violating the rights of another person.
1: Yeah. By getting involved in
0: another person's medical decisions. Okay. So, but I mean, so like someone who is incapacitated and can't make medical decisions for themselves, the government has a responsibility to protect that person, right? Someone who's mentally someone who has special needs, right? They can't make decisions for themselves, but their caregiver isn't allowed, isn't allowed to, kill them right the government prevents this because that is a person correct
1: yes I'm with you and okay, I, I understand, so I understand same, the same argument that here. you're making okay I so but you're so the big
0: government doesn't make any sense that doesn't that's that, that that's not a sensical argument Tim. It,
1: no it it is to me because to me this is still a decision that is left Tim the way the laws are written right now This is legal. And it's, and honestly, I still think that these are decisions that are best left to the care of doctors and the mothers involved in them. If you want to know, if I, you're not going to convince me because I've heard all of this. I believe, I do. I believe that life begins at conception. But, and this is a big ass but right in there, is that I don't believe that this country has earned the right to ban abortions outright because we do not take care of the people who need access to that sort of thing at all. In fact, there is an entire half of this country that makes it a point not to support those people by limiting access to healthcare and refusing to acknowledge that there is a healthcare problem, refusing to do anything to acknowledge really the poverty problem that we have in this country. And You're dealing in hypotheticals you're assuming that someone is going to find a way to push this to the nth degree. Why would they not? And you're asking me to argue, why would you not get a, do a C-section? I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't do a C-section. I hope they would. But if a doctor says that this patient's life is in danger and there is no other way to do this but to abort the child because the mother won't survive a C-section, which is entirely possible, because people die on surgical tables all the time, most of the women who die in birth these days, we actually have a higher death rate amongst women now than we have in a very long time. Mm -hmm. It's gone up, the women who die in childbirth now. It's not going down. It's going up. And you know who is going up the most of, of are poor, uh, poor folks. Preach. And they're the ones who get the most abortions. And most of the time, it's financial. So don't try to sell me this, well, you know, we got to make sure everybody gets, we, we, we can't let anybody do this, until you're willing to really push for complete and total access to healthcare, access to childcare, and really fighting the poverty problem. Don't throw hypotheticals about a New York law at me because it's not going to sway me. It's just not. I do believe that life begins at conception. Absolutely. But I still cannot support the pro-life movement. I can't.
0: Hey, I'm in complete agreement with you on everything that you just talked about. So at the same time as I'm sounding on the fart uh, or whatever, as I'm beating the pro-life drum, protecting the child thing right now, I also beat the exact same drum that you're talking about. So I do not support at, at this stage in our, um, at this stage in the abortion battle. I don't think that banning abortion works, you know, now, there's a lot of people who had that same argument with slavery, right? That this was not the time to do it. It wasn't the right moment to do it. So, therefore, we're going to let this keep going. And I don't think any of us would say that that was the right decision. So, I could be completely wrong when I say this. But I, I tend to agree with you that at this stage, the best way that we can, and I say this, the best way that we could save lives, if the point of the pro-life movement is to save the child's life, the best way that we can do that is by doing everything that you're talking about. Providing free access to health care for women, providing child helping to provide child care, helping to I this is one of the reasons I support a universal basic income. I'm always going to support maternity care. All of those things. So I am in complete agreement with you there. So there we go. I, was, I, I, thought, the, I, thought, there,
1: I thought there was a butt coming. I, I didn't know. No, I mean, it doesn't <laughs> okay. change the fact I'm sorry, that I'm giving you a minute there.
0: I mean, I still don't support the bill, right? And it's funny because in my little arguments on Facebook and with other people, right? I'm you, right? And I'm and I'm stating these things, I'm highlighting these things. And people within, like, someone told me that I wasn't a pro life advocate. And I was like, wait a minute. You know, I am absolutely a pro life advocate. Um, but I just, I don't like hyperbole. I don't like inflammatory arguments. And, But I I do have some of the same concerns about this New York bill. At the same time, I would much prefer to see the amount of energy and ferocious, you know, like, oh, we can't allow this to continue um, energy that I see from the pro-life movement about this New York bill. I would love to see that same energy directed towards making sure that women are receiving uh, proper maternity care.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Look, I'll put my money where my mouth is and go go one step further. The Democratic Party and its policy towards pro-life people is archaic and stupid, and the entire pro-choice movement needs to get the stick out of its ass and allow the Democratic Party to actively recruit pro-life politicians. They should be doing it right now because the argument needs to be reframed. Democrats have the better argument here. And they can win it if they try to reframe the argument around the idea that what we're talking about from a poverty-fighting standpoint, from a healthcare standpoint, are far more pro-life than most of the other things that go on in conservative politics these days. Mm -hmm. And if they would just back the fuck off and let it go... Let the past be the past and try to move forward by uniting those two factions in some fashion. Then they would make a lot more headway than they're willing to admit.
0: I think that is absolutely true. And uh, I, I hope that I end up running in 2020 so that I can see what happens when a, uh, with a pro-life democratic candidate. I think you could
1: take Bernie. I'd, Oh, you didn't mean for president. My bad.
0: I did not mean for president. I I meant for state House of Representatives. <laughs> you gotta start small. Much man. lower. Uh,
1: anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Round of applause, thank <laughs> you, God.
0: Awesome. Man, I actually I actually want to give my my round of applause to uh, not just Donald Trump, but to just everyone who was uh, involved in this, uh, in all of this arguing and fighting that we're seeing, uh some very wonderful bipartisan uh legislation made its way through uh in the doubling of money for early education uh support um here in Kentucky and I'm not sure if this, this is just Kentucky's version of the program or what but here in Kentucky there's a program called Head Start uh, and this is allowing uh the children from uh lower income families uh to get into preschool uh, that's done by the by the public school systems, uh, and some bipartisan legislation was passed uh, in the form of block grants for money for states to be innovative and do their own um, early education plans. And I think that's fantastic. And it, I mean, just the the amount of good that that can do from a standpoint of helping women to get back, you know, into the workforce. Uh, because now you know that's free child care right uh, also just from the standpoint of that study after study after study uh, has shown the importance of early education in children's later success in life so round of applause to everyone who is involved with that
1: yeah yeah I, I read pieces of that I didn't I didn't see. As much about it as I should, but no, I what I've what I've heard about the programs about Head Start, some other stuff. No, you're you're right on. I I totally agree. Um, my you know my my round of applause I got to give to Nancy Pelosi, who I don't like, (laughs) but just I got it. I, I I didn't, you know what? I I'm sorry. I was one of those people that really thought that it was a mistake to put her back in as as speaker. I thought they should have. I thought it was really time to just get you know out with out with the old generation. It's time to start moving forward and and get some new blood in there, running things. You know, because I thought that that was just too much of a thing. But I gotta I gotta I gotta give her credit. You know, I don't know that it's going to hold, and we'll talk about the shutdown here in a minute. But, uh, you know. I round one to Nancy, you know, I don't, I don't know if I, again, I Lord knows what's going to happen, but I think she definitely won that round. And I think she outmaneuvered. I think she outmaneuvered Trump at least this time around. So, you know, I, I, I gotta, I gotta give her, I gotta give her, give her some grudging props on that one. So,
0: well, man, I, it's hard for me to give a round of applause to anyone in that situation because Facts, absolutely right like no one uh, yeah no doubt nobody nobody won um but i do get the you know and we can slide right into talking about uh the shutdown and um also and for me this connects with the idea with the judiciary and uh, some someone said it already i don't know who did but this idea that you know you don't negotiate with terrorists you don't negotiate with the with someone who's saying you know what we're just going to shut down the government every time that we don't get our way And you don't, you don't weaponize a shutdown, uh, nor do you weaponize the judiciary, right? This weaponization of the judiciary has, um, really done a lot of damage to a crucial part of our system of government. Um, and the same thing holds true with the shutdown. You, you can't use that as a bargaining chip. So while I say there's no winners at the same time, I do, support that you know look we just we can't we can't go down that road and we have to take a firm line so i i guess i could begrudgingly give a round of applause to nancy pelosi as well uh though i'm just hesitant to like i don't feel like cheering you know way to go team like i there's no, no, and, there's and, no understand, and
1: understand i'm not cheering the the process at all but i have to admit that i was impressed with the way that she maneuvered her way through that um because i wasn't expecting it let me put it that way
0: yeah well and and you know we talked a lot about the shutdown last time so i'm reticent to talk about it too much but i am frustrated in hearing what i'm hearing right now is that you know well all of this stuff about daca and other immigration aspects are all sort of off the table and we're just going to negotiate about homeland security and to me that's the same piecemeal approach that has helped to helped lead to all of these problems with our immigration system. The entire immigration system of our country is broken. And yet we're just going to talk about this one little part.
1: Well, or these individual things or these three month spending, because this is, this is what the last 10 years. And I mean, I yeah, look, it's going to, it's going to sound like it, but I mean, I, I, I have to throw this. I, because I can't, these, Six month extension here, three week extension there, nine month extension here. This all started back around 2010 and it was this tea party way of negotiating to get what they wanted and it's continuing on now. And I'm willing to, I'm willing to throw this last one, this last one squarely at the feet of the Republican party, just like I could throw the ones in the one in two, the, the, the one in 2018, the one in 2013, the one in 95, 96, the one in 95, all of like the last five shutdowns that have happened in this country have all happened under Republican Congresses. And, uh, these are so, but now Democrats are going to have to start taking some responsibility if he does shut down the, 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 if he does shut down again in the next three weeks, two weeks now, I think because it, it, the deadline's already closer, because he's already talking like he's going to again.
0: He is, and, he is absolutely. You know,
1: uh, so uh, you know, uh, I. But this is this has become this way of like you say weaponizing legislation, which I think really began in earnest for this generation with the Tea Party, but it's also. This is a, to me, this has become a stamp of baby boomer government. And you notice all of those people at the negotiating table, Schumer, Pelosi, McConnell, Trump, every one of them, all boomers. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it is that entire generation's idea of just, let's just kick the can down the road. Let's not solve the problem. Yeah. Let's just deal with it to make it comfortable for the next six weeks
0: yeah the the level of incompetency of a lot of the uh, uh I, I don't know i don't want to get into generation blame but because they annoy me oh, right when when they, when they go blame, right now
1: baby boomers right there
0: they, they there, blame the, the way that the millennials get talked about you know um oh hell and, yeah and yeah. you're just sitting there like really is this so what you guys are doing that's that's the way it's done Okay, That's responsible.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Because you, know. you standing up for these like two principles that you've had mm-hmm. is, 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 has really, where, where is it? Where, where is it? Where has it gotten you? Abortion's still legal and uh, there's still not uh, gun control. And uh, there's still a bunch of Republicans on the Supreme court. So you're standing there like a stone wall has, well, that stone wall kind of crumbled, didn't it?
0: Yeah. Well, and I mean, hopefully they'll, yeah, I mean, it does, it, to me, it, it does seem like we just need a, a new generation of people um, who hopefully are more willing to talk and discuss and compromise.
1: I don't know. Are they? I'm a little as concerned that,
0: that we were just that hopefully? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 70% tax rate. Is that a good way? Is that a good segue into that one? We want to talk about that?
0: Yeah, well, but also, but that's also the point though, right? Like, let's talk about a 70% tax rate, you know? Let's not just write it off as, well, that's stupid. Wait, well, well, why is it stupid? You know, like one, let's make sure everyone understands the way that a marginal tax rate works, you know? If someone makes 10 million, going putting them in a 70% tax rate doesn't mean that, oh, they only get to take 3 million home. Because that would be enormously unfair that's not what we're talking about though we're talking about for every dollar made after 10 million and oh okay you know like yeah. this isn't and this it's isn't,
1: also those are on people that make 10 million dollars people yeah man, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Ain't that many people out there do that?
0: Really. And, that's and, and, a lot of it.
1: Yeah. So every time Mike Huckabee gets out on the Twitter machine and tries to sell it to Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and make her look bad, and tell you that he's not that—that that she's going to take seventy percent of your money. Remember, she's not talking about odds are unless you're Derek Jeter, she's not talking about
0: you. Yeah, I am really fascinated to see how the sports world responds to that.
1: Oh, they're already pissed. You didn't hear about Phil Mickelson a couple of years back when, you know, you know who Phil Mickelson is, right?
0: I do. I do.
1: Yeah. Okay. So Phil Mickelson went on some big temper tantrum about four or five, it was around 2012. I think it was during the Romney when Romney was running, Uh, went on some very much ill-advised temper tantrum about how boy, he was just really getting taken to town by these taxes. And he was going to have to move out of California because they were just being so mean to him. (laughs) Well,
0: (laughs) I'm trying to to get all this
1: sympathy, and I'm just going, do you really? I mean, are, are you, you've got like six different houses. Do you have to live in that one? I mean, well,
0: well, I wasn't necessarily talking about more rich white people, anger. Um, I was talking more about, you know, like, well, so Dave Chappelle had a really hilarious thing. Um, he, in one of his stand-up things where you know people were talking about oh Trump's been elected you know I'm out of here and Dave Chappelle's like well, I don't, I'm gonna sit around and see how these tax cuts work out for me for me. <laughs> um <laughs> is I you know so I'm really curious because now you have you know you you have a a, a at least very vocal and very visual um you know visualism like they're in the media they're everywhere. you know of, uh minorities. Who have large sums of money, right? So, what's their response to and our and our becoming percent tax rate going to be and are becoming wealthy? You
1: know, there's that old there's that old routine that Chris Rock another stand up routine, the Chris Rock that you know the 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 what they need that what you need is black wealth, right? You don't have black wealth. What you have is a lot of guys like Shaq. Shaq is rich bill gates is wealthy you know but this was 20 years ago and you're seeing a lot of a lot of these guys coming out of athletics and being extraordinarily
0: good businessmen Mm -hmm. at the same time and are passing it along to their family you know and then their children are really wealthy and so you're you're starting to reach that so i I am fascinated to see what their response to this this idea of a 70 percent tax is going to be um if they're
1: objecting they're not saying anything
0: I haven't heard anything yet. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm fascinated by that. I am not personally just out and out against a 7% tax rate. The thing that I am, I'm always going to be against taxing businesses, right? This is, this is the thing that's going to always going to raise my, my hackles is I, I don't want to see us taxing things that are a net good for society. Right, so we we tax cigarettes. Why? Because we want to shut down cigarettes. So why in the world do we tax employment? You know this this is a good thing. So I'm going to be all for this lower corporate tax rate. Absolutely. Um, but I'm
1: the payroll gonna tax. Be, Get rid of the damn payroll right? tax. So,
0: but so, and that's my thing, right? Let's okay. Like, can we do a 70 percent tax rate and then cut? Some payroll taxes. Can we do a 7% tax rate and and cut other, you know, like, because if we're taxing one individual's money, that's, that's one thing. You know, I'm, I'm always, I'm, I'm open to this idea. Um, no, I, I don't want to see demonization, right? Uh, I don't want to see us shouting all these rich and how they're like, some people were talking about how it's immoral for someone to make that sort of money, um I don't, no I don't think so I think these are very successful people good for them um and it's a net good for them I think if you see some sort of 7% tax rate because this is going to help create a more stable society it's going to help provide money for um public goods um and I think that's really the where some of the fear with all this comes from right is the inefficiency of government. So, if you're going to take 70% of someone's money, you better be dang sure that you're presenting a clear, good, viable, efficient program that that money's going to go to.
1: Which leads me into my next point, which is I want to talk about just for a second, I want to talk about AOC. <laughs> Cause it's the whole reason we're talking about this, it's because of the, you know, sudden queen of the progressives out there who is, uh, who, who, who I, it's not that I don't like her, but I am leery of her. She's wicked popular right now and the 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 fox news obsession with 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 poking the bear where she's concerned just stop cuz she's going to own your ass on instagram on twitter wherever you go after her on social media she will kill you just going to kill you so don't talk to her anymore cuz you're going to lose so just just quit but She's got a couple of th- and and she's the she's the one that's put this seventy percent tax cut cut out there and into the into the world right now. It's the reason why we're talking about it. Howard Schultz is responding to it, and it's fine. And, and you're right. A lot of the things that she's saying about it, you know, pointing out that it's a marginal tax rate, but she's also being very careless about the way that she's selling this. This this is a direct quote from her, uh, from her sixty Minutes interview about saying, when confronted, okay, well, how are you going to pay for this? Give me some specifics about your plan, your 70% tax credit. And she goes, quote, no one asks how we're going to pay for the Space Force. No one asked how we paid for a $2 million tax, tax cut. We only ask how we pay for it on issues of housing, healthcare, and education. How do we pay for it with the exact same mechanisms that we pay for uh, the military increases for the Space Force, for all of these ambitious policies? I'm asking how we're going to pay for the frigging Space Force. I am still asking how we paid for that $2 trillion tax cut, and I'm pissed that we didn't. These are reasonable questions to ask. Even if you're proposing something that you think is going to be radically popular with everybody in the Cool Progressives Club, which is is like the, the free college for everybody that Bernie was proposing. It's a cute idea, but we do want to know how you're going to pay for it. And I'm the liberal in this conversation. And yeah, it's reasonable for me to ask. Don't try to sell me that crap about how just because what you're doing is big and fun doesn't mean that you don't have to play by the same rules that really most of us expect you to play by. And if you try to play by these, oh, don't worry, nobody else had to talk about how you pay for it, then you're not any better than the the other guys. You're just not.
0: Yeah, and, and she she's bumped into that a couple of times. There was another moment where she um someone highlighted that the facts that she had laid out were completely false. And oh, I've got was like, that
1: one right here. Do yeah. You wanna
0: hear it? And she was like, Don't don't worry about that. Like, I mean but at the same time, hey, you know, she she's twenty nine years old. She is I I my primarily my primary emotion with AOC is just that I am enormously impressed uh with no, all that she has great. managed she to is, accomplish. But and I, I'm at um, you know. this point,
1: but now she's, but the, the Claire McCaskill, who was, was playing the, who was, who was definitely playing the, the, the bitter got beat politician there for a little bit was not without a point in you've done some great things up to now, but now the rubber's meeting the road and it's time to get to work. And now she's in, like, she's talking about how she doesn't need. Now you actually do need plans. You don't necessarily need specifics when you're trying to get elected. Now you are elected. Mm-hmm. now you've been sworn in now you need plans now you do need to worry about how to pay for it or you're not going to get it anywhere that's the problem is that you can keep talking about all this and and, and i keep seeing her spouting that she actually went back with the same line that I, I just i really wish democrats would quit saying i think that the people need to pay their fair share of taxes you know what it didn't work for obama it's not going to work for you stop it yeah, come the, up with another way of phrasing it.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, that that phrase annoys me as well. I mean, these people already pay like eight, every, I think it's if you make a hundred, the people people in the country who make a hundred and fifty thousand dollars or more pay eighty seven percent of the income tax in this country. So that's that's definitely holding their own from a fair share standpoint. Well, in a lot of cases,
1: but again, you're you're pointing out. Quote million Bernie and his millionaires and billionaires, and you're you know, I don't know. I mean, they're they're not wrong about some of those people, but those people are not that many people. That's a very small percentage, but those people do have a lot of power right now, so it's easy to get people angry with them. You see what I'm saying?
0: Right, which is I I think is unfortunate, right? And that, and that's where I think. You know, and that's, you know, I, I heart Obama, but that is one of the, the mistakes that I think he always made was he had a tendency to, to demonize, uh, business folk, uh, more than he should have. Um, speaking of demonizing business folk and AOC, I really, okay. So one, I, I don't want Howard Schultz to run as an independent, right? I, I do that not want this. I, I won't don't work anyway. Yeah. Won't work anyway. I, I don't think it's a good idea mainly because look, we, we can't have another four years of president Trump, right? This is not allowed. No, no, no. Um, so normally I am all for a strong third party person. I've always voted for the third party in presidential elections. This one time. no, we need a strong, united, democratic candidate, and this is not the time for Howard Schultz to run as an independent. That said, the level of anger and fury and just scathing commentary from, from the liberal progressive side, including from AOC, is not okay. I mean
1: that um, again he brought that on himself because how did he, didn't he bring after this? her on
0: Twitter but he didn't re- he didn't go after her he just commented no, that he wasn't he didn't he, con- he condescended with that.
1: to he there was another day I, I see that when there was another one and i can't find the quote but he 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 don't mess with her on on the social media okay well we'll own you i already said that You'll
0: well lose. you did but okay so if he was mocking and condescending then that's one thing nothing that i've seen from him so far and i may not i just may not have seen the things that you're talking about you're well, allowed to he, you're allowed to disagree ahead. with someone Right, and you need to be able to disagree. Right, I need to be able to disagree with President Trump without him coming down and calling me all sorts of names. I need to be able to disagree with AOC without getting taken down on Twitter. But you're not allowed to be mocking and condescending. So if Howard Schultz was, then that's not acceptable. And and you're right. Um, was I mocking and condescending to her? Because I hope I
1: wasn't. I didn't. I didn't mean to be. If no, I was. I it, it was an were. accident. I didn't. Okay, think good. Were.
0: If so, anyone listening
1: to this is a big fan, and you thought I was mocking and condescending, please don't tell her. Please don't come after me on Twitter.
0: No, well, actually, just, please just leave do, me alone. Then some actually, actually might, no, they please might actually don't read I'm, my Twitter. Well, actually, yeah, that's true. That'd be I'm great. At
1: Con, I'm at LibCon. Tim.
0: Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, <laughs> but I, it, it just the 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 turn on these, you know, Starbucks has always been a company that was way ahead of its time from a standpoint of making sure to pay reasonable wages, providing healthcare, uh, working for the, you can't get a job at Starbucks because they take care of their people. Everybody wants a job there. So, I mean, I, I am, I am really disappointed to see the way that people have just turned so angrily and ferociously against him like that. Um, and rather than doing that, there should be a concentrated fight to get him to run as a Democrat. Um, and I don't, why isn't he? Has he said why he's not just running as a Democrat?
1: Well, he said, the way I've come to this decision is I believe that if I ran as a Democrat, Democrat, I would have to say things that I know in my heart, I do not believe and I would have to be disingenuous. And I mean, look, he. He, he said, I, I respect the Democratic Party. I no longer feel affiliated because I don't know their views represent the majority of Americans. That's what I said. And immediately followed that by saying, I don't think we want a 70% income tax in America, which was a shot across the bow at uh, Ocasio-Cortez. But that's not it condescending.
0: Was. That's just no, a but it,
1: no, but he No, but he fired a shot. Yeah. in politics, that's fire, That's taking a shot at somebody.
0: Well, then that's disappointing. If say that, that publicly, if Just saying that, if that you is deliberately with picking someone. out
1: something. That is picking out something that she threw, flew out, flew, floated as an idea, and publicly took a shot at it. Now, whether or not, which to me gives her every right to shoot back. That's 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 that's, that's a shot across the bow. It's not. Uh, but he, that, but that's actually several shots at the democratic party as well. Um,
0: but by a, saying,
1: I don't know that their views represent the majority of America. I would have to say things that I know in my heart, I do not believe, and I would have to be disingenuous. I mean, that's, that's a lot of shots at the democratic party. Now, am I saying that they're, um, am I saying that their response is necessarily appropriate, no, because I just think the volume is turned up on everything right now, and it's it's got to calm down, you know? Um, I mean, I, even I got over the top in the beginning of this when we were talking about the Catholic thing. You know, it's easy to get over the top sometimes if you feel strongly about something. But it, we're having a perfectly normal conversation 20 minutes later, so whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, but it's not uh, – I don't, I, I don't know whether or not, but I don't, but I think that a lot of the democratic party, frankly, is trying to discredit him right now to get him out of the way. Oh, it's exactly like what they're doing or not. Like doing. It or not because for the same reasons, for the same reasons that they want him, and they, but they want him out of the way for the same reasons that you want him out of the way. Their methods are different, but their goal is the same.
0: Right. But methods are important. Mm, very true. Very true. Absolutely. You know, um,
1: uh, yeah, no, I, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm explaining why why I think, why I think they're doing what they're doing. I don't agree with it, but I, I, I think that's why, I mean, you wanted to know why that's they've, why they're doing that. I think that's why.
0: Well, I, yeah, well, I mean, I know why they're doing it. I, I think the way they're doing it is, is unacceptable.
1: Honestly, I don't, I don't think it's that I don't, honestly, I think this is a flash in the pan for a lot of reasons. One, he doesn't have a prayer. Even if he were to run as a Democrat, he doesn't have a prayer. Because no one, this whole, you have to understand that this whole, that if you think about it, this whole idea, this this odd, and it was a, I, I really again, and I think this is a product of the baby boomers. This idea that, you know what, maybe what we need is a businessman to go run the government. So let's float some businessmen. We'll start with Ross Perot then maybe ralph nader in there he did some neat things and and then we'll throw in maybe michael bloomberg and oh look there's howard schultz and oh we found it donald trump that's the one there he is that's he's the guy let's have him as a businessman we'll run him and he'll be president and he'll do oh shit boy that didn't work out very well
0: he's he's the worst i mean that's like that's like getting pt barnum because you thought he was a good businessman i mean that's no they, they they got a they got a real housewife not you know
1: right but they're all but that's not yeah but you say that you know that i know that a lot of but there's a lot of folks out there that do not agree with that statement that are still very true. much convinced that he is a fantastic businessman
0: I think there's a lot of, yeah. I mean, like, I I would be thrilled to see Michael Bloomberg as president. I would be thrilled to see Mitt Romney as president. I think any of those ideas fun.
1: I think those ideas all come from the same place. That idea that a businessman can run the government. And Trump has effectively squashed that for a while. I don't think we'll see any businessmen, men without any political experience at all, I think it'll be a while before another one gets a real shot because I think Trump
0: has completely just pooped all over that squished one. Squished that one. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Biden 2020. Yeah. Well,
1: we'll see. I don't know. I ain't even getting into 2020 right now. I'm still trying to get through 2018. Oh shit. 19. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what is today? August. August. Anyway, uh that uh, that is our show. Would you would
0: you would you would you would you care to take us out with something cool? So for all the sadness that we have heard about twenty eighteen from uh the you know, tax cuts and shutdowns and craziness and uh the UK leaving the European Union and all of these sorts of are things are they though There are are they Oh, there's all sorts of good stuff that has happened in 2018. So let's take you through a quick, a quick list of such things. One fresh evidence points to continuing recovery of the ozone layer. Hey, Oh, created the world's largest tropical rainforest national park. Woot exciting. The Belize great barrier reef was removed from the UNESCO list of threatened world heritage sites. Awesome my personal favorite this is crazy I didn't even know this was possible and yet here it is the world's first electrified road opened in Sweden so it charges electric cars as they're driving. how flipping cool is that thanks 2018
1: you know what i I can I can I can I can I can add on to this if I may because I ran in I, I ran across something on Vox that was talking about things that got better in 2018 and pointing out where we are having successes, global extreme poverty. The global extreme poverty rate is continuing to not just fall, but to completely plummet. The global poverty rate in the world, in the world, of course, global poverty rate was pushing 50% in uh, 1990. And as of 2015, it is now down below 20%.
0: And that's an awesome thing and a great segue into next show when we'll be talking about globalization, because the number one reason why poverty has plummeted is globalization, which is now appears to be going in reverse. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're getting we're getting better at, at preventing preventable diseases. Deaths from diseases that are preventable are going down. Clean energy is getting far far cheaper now. Uh, it took a massive dive under President Obama. Uh, it was at over 350 megawatts per hour in 2009. It is now uh, down. Solar power was that high in 2009 and is now down to fifty dollars per megawatt hour uh for solar power a lot of this uh, there's a lot of good things going on out there i know we're not supposed to tag on to that stuff but the uh i'm glad you brought that up because there's a lot of crappy stuff going on out there right now but there's a lot of good stuff going on too
0: sounds good good show yeah thanks pal. anyhow all right, there we go.
1: We're we're done. We're out. Go rate us on the iTunes Store. Go rate us rate us in the Google Play Store, or the Stitcher, or wherever else. Come find us on Twitter. I'm at LibCon Matt. Tim's at LibCon Tim. Uh, we will see you again soon. Thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourselves.